Ah, uh, doesn't it just make you want to kick someone's ass? Yeah, it does actually. All right. Well, it. guess what? We're starting by kicking this podcast's ass. Hey, everyone, oh, welcome. Oh. This is Super Gamecraft, Super Gamecast, uh, a podcast about video games, hosted by Bronson Fiore. What's up, Bronson? What is up, everybody? It is Sunday, <laughs> July 16th. I almost just said June. I wish. 2023. I am joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Ooh, I'm awake. I'm awake. Our mod mommer, mod mommy, wielder of the band hammer, pilot of the Exo Primal. Emily Holslander. Oh, God, I want to kick some ass today. Let's go. <laughs> and the man who will always hand you your pink slip, the HR ninja, what? Jesse Pewitt. <laughs> I, 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 I love I thought you were all these leave, introductions like, oh, ninja for Jesse. This is fantastic. <laughs> Wait, what? what sorry. I, I Repeat that. Like, he's a ninja. You were going to be like quiet about it, but it's like, no, he's just going to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have a cigarette over there? (laughs) Comment in the chat. All the pink slips. All the pink (laughs) slips. Oh, my God. Oh, man, you know, if I started streaming again, every time I win a match, I could be like, here's your pink slip. (laughs) God damn it. You'd be be giving out a lot of those in in, in our streams. God. What is up, everyone? GG's to a whole new level. God damn. Yeah. Lord. How you doing? 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 <laughs> should we uh, no, no, no. should we jump into the game news, doing. or should we talk about other things? Oh, well, you know, uh, how's everyone doing? Everyone, everyone, uh, you have a good vacation, Aaron. You know, you I enjoy did. Yourself? I went to uh, I went to Montana. We went to to a, a cabin by a uh, Sealy Lake. Uh, oh, fun! And had a good time. They had a basketball hoop there, so naturally, I spent most of the weekend just at the basketball hoop. Uh, nice. You know, burned, nice. Uh, burned a fire, sat at the fire, drank a lot. There was lots of drinking. Um, I bet there was. Which is funny because, like, a week before, I was like, I need to take a break, break from drinking. And then I got, you know, into a cabin with my parents, and, and they're like, We brought drinks. Like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> no, it's all right. Fuck. Um, well, there goes that. <laughs> and uh, uh. yeah, we had a good time. My, my stepdad tried to pilot a two-person canoe by themselves and it went about as well as you would imagine which is about 10 feet out tipped over oh, capsized no. immediately had to drag him in the boat out um, Oof. Oof. hurt myself trying to cut some firewood that was that was stupid um, okay. god damn it Fair. okay so I know you're supposed to cut a log by having it stood up vertically right but it was yes. we were just we just wanted to swing around an axe so I just took like <laughs> a branch essentially and just laid it on its side horizontally. And I don't know, I was setting it up and my mom's like, Are you gonna try and split that long ways? Like, no, of course not. That would be dumb. That would be a much harder target to hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna set it horizontally and just swing, you know, at the middle of it to just cut it in half, and then I can say, Yay, I, I cut a wood, and then I leave. Um but so that I swing cut a wood. So I'm nice. just gonna cut a wood, whatever. And uh, I swing, I hit the top half of it, it splits vertically anyway, and then the bottom half slams into my shin. It's like, okay, we're done. I'm going to go grab a drink. Fuck. Are you, back when I used to work for uh, Dodd on the farm, I had to chop a lot of wood. 
but he had one of those like machine ones where Ooh, you like uh, oh, yeah you you place it on the thing you align it right and it just fucking splits it for you yeah you just do it over and over and over again yeah it's it's pretty sick it sounds uh, convenient it sounds, yeah. convenient. Yes. it sounds not as manly it, it is definitely not as manly but it is a lot <laughs> it more preserves energy that i don't want to spend cutting wood let's it, let's get this job it, done yes go. that that as well um, um so yeah. yeah all right so, yeah so so yeah i had a good time uh then spent some time in missoula missoula still great uh went and watched uh, asteroid city the new wes anderson movie oh how I like is that, that? <sighs> it makes me want to watch other wes anderson movies <laughs> uh-huh. because like i don't i feel like <laughs> i don't understand right. it but then i read the wikipedia entry and i was like reading what people were saying it's like no i think i understood what the movie was i just don't think i'm into wes anderson because it's very uh-huh. very good aesthetically and then he has so many different plot lines and trying to touch on so many different things yeah. in a short amount of time. They're all they all yeah. feel like pretty much surface level. So that's like it's, it doesn't feel deep. I mean, Wes Anderson is basically just built for hipsters. So, yeah, you yes. know, it, it, it's I, I just there's this whole group of people that are around sucking off Wes Anderson and that's fine like that's definitely a unique voice among filmmakers but I'm just not a fan of that voice I just like looking at it uh, that, that's entirely fair like uh, uh, like you know how a- the AI people were like what if Star Wars was Wes Anderson what if so and so was Wes Anderson mm-hmm. and people started criticizing like, <sighs> God people really boiled down Wes Anderson to just his aesthetic and I'm like yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, like because that's what's there. Screw these AI yeah. guys, but also there's a subreddit for like called "Accidental Wes Anderson" and just people posting photos of buildings and stuff that look like they came out of a Wes Anderson movie. Because yeah, because it's just not like, and they, they attract a star-studded cast. So I mean, you could say like he makes interesting characters that like actors mm-hmm. normally don't get to play interesting characters. So like yeah, here's Brian Cranston, here's Willem Dafoe, here's Tom Hanks. You know, just showing up and doing this weird thing like. I, mm-hmm. I think that's fun, but as far as like a like a, and I had an enjoyable time. I enjoyed the movie, but do I think that's like super good or anything? Eh, I don't know. Debatable. Um, there's oh, like so on. like, I, like I, there's, I, there's, I, there's, I need to look at this movie's list. We'll let this. There's got to be like a reason that that these people keep coming back to his movies because like Edward Norton has said that he gets about four thousand dollars per Wes Anderson movie. Right. Yeah. And like, so it's, so there's, it's the awards. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, it's the, I'm looking at it as awards. Almost every movie this dude has ever done has been has nominated for a BAFTA, an Academy Award, or a Golden Globe. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, that's why. And that's the thing. Again, it comes back to like, it's different. Th- these movies yes. are different from 95% of the other kinds of movies that come out. And I think that. A tour of filmmaking. Out. Yeah. They're just built different, that's all. Like, even Christopher Nolan does weird stuff, and, like, that's that's fun in its own way. Yeah, but he actually makes good movies. (laughs) But he's also... (laughs) This is true. This is very, very true. traditional when you look at what Wes Anderson's doing. Wes Anderson's like, wow, you would just have your own thing going. Um, You, 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 yes. (laughs) And that's worth checking out, you know, once every couple years, you know? Uh, yes, I think that is my exact tolerance for a Wes Anderson movie. It's like mm, once every five years. <laughs> I'm very happy for Maybe. people who do like Wes Anderson. Uh, you know, th- th- that seems like another one of those. You should check it out. I have never seen a movie that has talked more or faster in a, yes. in a movie ever than Asteroid City. 
Holy shit, there is talking happening all the time, and it is fast. Ooh. There's another director who is like that in the talking sense. Okay. It's it's like the early part of Kevin Smith's career. Clark mm, One, sure. Chasing Amy. I, I, guess, I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- like, they, they try really hard in this one. This one, you like... You guys are really just just pushing through these lines, huh? Like, wow. Like, yeah, they're definitely talky clerks, but like, I mean, clerks is a movie that's literally all dialogue. Exactly, like, that's a thing. Yeah, it's some shit does um, happen in in this movie. I will say that, but yeah. Anyway, you'll yeah. you'll just have to go see for yourself. I think it's a perfectly enjoyable time. Uh, but pay attention. Maybe 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 use the restroom beforehand. Uh, yeah, yep. You don't want to miss anything. Yeah. I... I learned with Sonic the Hedgehog to do not take your diuretics the morning you're going to go see a movie. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I got Love. up and had to pee about eight times during the course of that movie. Oh. Which, uh, you know, rough. not an incredible movie, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's always, yeah, that, that, it was a good movie to learn that on. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was my trip. Right on, man. Uh, I'm glad you had a fun time. Glad you're ready to get back into the content creation game. We're here. Yes, I'm ready to go. We got got some stuff planned. We got some ideas, some fun times ahead of us. Indeed. Um, Including Baldur's Gate 3. We're probably going to play that. I don't know if we're going to stream it, but I know we're all playing it. Yes. I think that would be a fun thing to stream. I've been fired so many times by Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you working? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway. All right. What's this? I, I came in last week in the middle of. So, okay. So, oh, so in the middle oh, of the trip, bear. I just have to say this real quick. I was in the middle of the trip. I had my uh, phone connected to a Bluetooth stereo and I was playing music for everyone. I was on music duty. So I looked at you streaming and I was like, I almost clicked on it. And I said, I should disconnect and see what it is they're talking about before, yeah. Yeah, before I do that. I pulled it up and the very first thing comes out and it's Bronson just saying, okay, so the question is whether or not it is bestiality. <laughs> I still stand by my argument that it's a very, very, very fine line between extremely weird and bestiality. Well, uh, I see. I don't. Ninja putting it in context for me made it so it was not bestiality. It's just thing. extremely weird. I, like, yeah. okay, so is this is this bear giving consent? Yes, yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's another. It's another like human. I don't know if it's a human, but like it's another sentient being that takes the form of a bear through through its wild trip. I guess the question: Do you define bestiality by? having sex with an animal or do you define it as having sex with an animal that can't consent because it's an animal i mean it's it's i mean oh. i guess it is bestiality then but then it's like mm-hmm. you know but then you bring up the point of like well if this if in our universe people could transform into animals furries would be fucking in their animal form all the time yes you know so I mean, but yeah. So that I, if if we lived in a world where that was common, I would assume like bestiality would be like you are you are committing the crime of like essentially raping something that can't consent. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So I would say it's not in that sense. Okay. 
All right. So, uh, all right. So, yeah. No. Uh, I'm glad we could answer okay, what about, questions. What about animorphs? Uh, I'm sorry. What? What about animorphs? <laughs> well, they can turn into animals too, right? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. It's the same situation. It's the same all situation. Right, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's the same thing. I just needed um, some clarification. That's all. This I, is I, this I, is the this is the my animorph fan fiction <laughs> that I'm writing. Yeah, the, the, this is the question this podcast is here to answer. Is questions about yes. whether or not fucking a druid in their bear form is bestiality. Listen, just because I submit animorphs fan fiction spell archive of our own doesn't make me any, any less. Uh, uh, animorphs cold right. for love. That's right. Uh, uh-huh. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, what's this news uh, story? This news story. So that that got announced last week that hey, you can fuck a bear and cool. fuck almost anything in the game if you really want to. Um, Baldur's Gate jumps massively in the Steam charts. Uh, so the week of the fourth, Baldur's Gate three was at number twenty five on the Steam chart, right on the bestsellers list. Mm-hmm. Um. After the panel regarding bear sex, Baldur's Gate 3 jumped to number 7 above Red Dead Redemption 2 and Elden Ring, both of which were on sale, and Baldur's Gate was full price. Oh my god. Man, all you, all you need is one good bear sex scene, and your game and, will... And your game is sold. How much better would Street Fighter 6 have been if there was a bear <laughs> sex scene? Honestly... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so you just put Zangief. You just, you just. I'm sure there are mods for Zangief. It's fine. <laughs> uh, by the way, as of this particular moment, Baldur's Gate Three is number one on the Steam charts. Yep, oh, number shit. one. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people really want to fuck a bear. Hundred percent. That's why. Hundred yeah. percent. The, the data 100%. does not lie. Um, Emily, you can answer this question for me. What? What are the animals a druid can turn into? Anything, really. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much anything. anything. Yeah, they can turn into any sort of bird. They can turn into any sort of cat, dog, bear. Can turn into a dinosaur. Can turn into a dinosaur. Well, I have I to will. kill the dinosaur. Yeah, I, 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 I sat in on uh, Ray's D and D game, and they uh, they just need to see. He turned into a whale, the into a giant whale. Okay. So at some point. Uh, so and have in that the, in there. So in the game, it, it, in Baldur's Gate 3, they can turn into a badger, a bear, a cat, a spider, a wolf, a dire raven, a deep roth, and an owl bear. At least that's what we know right now. Well, I, I gotta see him before I can choose. Can you can you turn into an owl bear in D D? Yes. In theory you can, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big part of that movie. Like why can't? Well, it, why is, it is, but it, that doesn't mean that you can do it in the game. I mean, you can do anything in theory, you want. You can. The, you can in theory, in your D and D, yeah, if your DM, campaign. if your DM allows it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it all uh, depends on the DM too. Yeah, so, but I, I don't think in rules is written you can turn it into an altar. Hmm. I don't think anyone who plays D and D will agree with that or care. Outside of, I love really, my fifth edition book. Of, out there are a lot of people. I think that we care. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Somebody have to come back to us on that later. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how many rules lawyers there are. There's a lot of rules. Uh, there are also, a like, lot of rules lawyers. We'll happily ignore a rule if it means if the DM wants um, you to fuck. 
they will ignore some rules. To That's make it right. Happen. That's right. Have you met a bard <laughs> right? in any D and D campaign? Yes. I mean, darling. Without this entire, convers- job. <laughs> this entire conversation is making me want to go watch that D and D movie again. It's a good movie, dude. Bronson, we should get a D and D group together. We should. That should be a stream. <gasps> really? Uh, maybe. I'll think about it. Chaos. You want chaos? D and D is just sex with strangers and chaos and almost dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bronson. Oh. Bronson. Okay. I ask you. To open your heart to chaos. <laughs> I had I had to. Jester's my girl. I had to. See that 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 that's <laughs> the well. Uh, no, that's how you sell me. Is you know. Yeah. Oh Lord. I, yeah. If D and D had that with griefing of other people, there you go. I mean, uh, technically you can do that, but the people can turn on you. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't. If we want to grief, grief NPCs, we can do that all day. We can burn down houses <laughs> if we want. <laughs> Just a D and D campaign. We're just burning down the country. It's not different from your average D and D campaign. That's true. That's well, true. A whole bunch yeah, of it's like those ones are on accident, but still. Eh, I played okay. in all evil campaigns before. It's fun. That's fair. <laughs> um, Lordy, we want to embrace our full degeneracy. I can't think of a better way to do it than that a D and D campaign. D and D campaign for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> There's just um, the homework of getting the paperwork down, which sucks. But you know, once you get into a groove with that. It's fine. All right. So, uh, but yeah, so apparently people really like Bear Sex and Baldur's Gate 3 shot up the charts because of it. I'm going to fuck so many animals in Baldur's Gate 3. <sighs> Jesus. Clip consenting no, consenting animals. Consenting <laughs> animals. Consenting uh, animals, of course. See, come on. What's going what, <laughs> to happen, and I guarantee it, is someone's going to clip. I'm gonna fuck so many animals and then just start posting clips. <laughs> Look, we have been doing this show long enough. You could clip us saying just about goddamn anything. And because we're fucking idiots, we, we archive it all. So That's right. That's right. We're, 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 uh, we're doomed already. It doesn't matter. Uh, one of my coworkers, uh, I was talking with him and I, you know, told him I do a podcast and everything. And like, he actually went and watched it and liked it. So <laughs> yay. Uh, I'm sure he's going to really like friend. logging on to YouTube this week and hearing us talk about this. Yeah, whatever. Uh. And, you know, one of my coworkers was like, oh, you do a podcast. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, I need this job. <laughs> yes. I, exactly. I need the money. I, I need to, I I need to remain shit. employable. Please don't. <laughs> this is, this is for the degenerates of the internet and not for the average person. Yeah. Uh, say? Huh? You were going to say something and then you. Oh, yeah. Because I'm looking up um, Wild Shape for Druids in 5th yes. edition. Yes. Um, so it's second level is when you get wild shape and Quick. you get it once again at level four and last time at level eight. Now, each time you get that improvement, it's something different. At, when you first start off at second level, your limitations are animals that aren't flying or have a swimming speed. So you can't turn into a bird. You can't turn into a whale. Not Fine. yet. Fine. Um, so like cat dog spider all that stuff bear um I, level bears bear and yeah and bear um so, you know. at level four limitation is no flying speed okay 
So you can do underwater creatures like whales or yeah, whatever. Yep. At level eight, that's the no limitation, no holds barred. See, yeah, as you... long as you've seen it before. Okay. You can wild shape into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you can get kinky pretty quickly. You can quickly. do it twice per day. Yeah. At least until you finish a short long rest. All right. This just sounds like a furry's wet dream. <laughs> this is this is D and D can be for everyone. What 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 is your dream? It can be it can be made manifest. Yep, that's right. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, Baldur's Gate three, unfortunately, being a video game, is very limited. But clearly, they have put their priorities in the right place. Uh, yep. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. We got fucking happening. So I don't know. Maybe we'll take a look at Baldur's Gate three. Who knows. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it on launch, but I'm going to be getting it the month it comes out. Sure. I picked um, it up when it went into early access, and then I was like, I'm going to wait. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that was my girlfriend, and my like she wants to play it with me, and I'm, I'm like, I really don't like the way this game's combat looks, but everything else about it seems sick as hell, so why not? Sure. Yeah, if you didn't like Divinity, I don't think you're going to enjoy Baldur's Gate. Great. Yeah, that's Super fair. Awesome. Um, I liked everything about Divinity except for the combat. Does that count? <laughs> I think we'll that's a pretty big, big portion of the game, right? Yeah, so I'll let you guys know when we get to that week's podcast. All right. Uh, all right, so next up, a couple different things happened this week. So the FTC, you know, Microsoft got approval. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. basically the short of it. They They got the okay... And a bunch of news came out of that, and I'm so happy that hopefully we won't ever have to talk about this shit ever again, which I know that's not the case because it still has to go through the UK, which, fuck. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the big points of contention is uh, the FTC said Microsoft believed to use Xbox Game Pass to offset the sales losses from Starfield Indiana Jones being only on Xbox and PC. Which, sure, that's totally reasonable, actually, in my mind. I mean, it, it would be more reasonable if I knew what those numbers were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, so, well, I mean, we can, we know how many people are on Game Pass. I mean, yeah, but I don't know what, how that works out, you know, how much they give to each developer. Um, yeah, what do, they, uh, what do they pay for those Game Pass deals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way I understand it from what little I've pinged around the internet is each game gets its own individual deal. Sure. Um, and it's based on downloads. Right. That's basically it. Now, this is a deal with themselves. Mm-hmm. So what I imagine is they think that not having copies bought on PlayStation is fine because they think a bunch of people will subscribe to Game Pass, be it on PC or on Xbox, to cancel that out. I like which I I think that's actually the case because like, you know, you have the 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 buy in price is seventeen dollars. Game Pass's price goes up next month. It's already um, it's already up actually. I, I resubbed this month uh, and it was seventeen bucks. Oh um, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. So if you are returning or don't have a sub, it's seventeen. If you're like me, you're currently subbed, it's next month for that. Um. So, but regardless, like 
I I I could see it like because revenue on individual video games is kind of shit already. Yeah. So I you know like I could totally see like oh like three million people subscribe to Game Pass to play Starfield, and we got seventeen dollars from each of them. Mm-hmm. You know, for however many months they played, and we're gonna hope that they stick around for the other games and realize the service is dope and stay forever. Yeah, that's the question, though. This is this game more than any other game is the is the test of let's get people to buy buy the concept of Game Pass. Like more than anything else, this is the game because this is a huge Bethesda you know role playing game that is not coming to the most popular console. You know, uh, yes. I I also think that um, I also think that Call of Duty coming to Game Pass is part of that as well. Um, a Call of Duty, like if you tell the average person, "Hey, you can pay seventy dollars a year and realistically eighty dollars a year for Call of Duty for the deluxe editions, or you can pay this monthly sub and get access to a fuck ton of other video games," most people are going to go that route. I think when opinion, you pitch it to them as that, but I don't think there are there are not people out here making that pitch necessarily. Like I think people are primarily playing PlayStation and they're wondering why it's not there. And then, you know, it says, Okay, well you can you can get it if you subscribe to Game Pass and your PC works, you know, well enough for it. And then they make the the decision themselves. And the question is, will they make that decision of okay i will get game pass for pc or whatever or get an xbox even um that's, that's and then that all depends on how quality starfield is right like, that, like that as that, well. that, yeah um i i wonder uh, you know that i just i'm i see so much negativity towards the xbox brand and that's all i've seen on the internet for a good long time i mean well, yeah, because, like, over the course of a year, mm-hmm. like, because 2021, they had a great year. There's no doubt about that, and there was a lot of positive buzz. Over the course of 2022, they burned up most of that goodwill. Mm-hmm. And then Redfall really did not help with that. Redfall being a failure did not help at all. No. <laughs> at all. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush did. In fact, mm-hmm. I thought Hi-Fi Rush was, like, a thing like, oh, shit, shit's turning around, baby, let's go. But that and also happened Red like the same month as those layoffs at the same time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And okay. and that's a company-wide Microsoft thing, and that's super yeah. shitty of them. And as someone who worked for a Microsoft vendor, it was really cool hearing people in meetings that I was not supposed to hear them in the meeting be like, yeah, Microsoft expecting us to pick up the Slack, the vendors to do it. Great. So Good. Sounds right. Yep. Um, and and to be fair, also a lot of this this talk that we're talking about specifically was is not you know the super pro PlayStation people who mm. uh, admittedly are super vocal and and thus like knows what, you know how much they number. Um, I, I always find that the most vocal people are not the, usually like, in the, the minority. minority. Uh, yeah, yeah like, the, the vocal minority. Um, in fact, I I actually. I'm, I have I have uh, someone in my office that I work with. Um, you know, they play games too, and um, her she plays on PC, and her boyfriend just plays on Xbox. Okay, as you know, just just likes playing on Xbox, and that's a lot of people. They they just mm-hmm. Xbox is mm-hmm. where they play games. You know, like yeah, the PS5 is selling better, 
but it's still like the Series X is still selling. It's still selling, but like let's not let's not let's not pretend that Sony that the PlayStation is not like the most popular brand out there right now. Yes, it's it's absolutely Um, you know like it's the as of March of this year. Yeah. PlayStation Five was at like thirty, almost thirty-six million, and the Xbox was almost at twenty-two. Right. So, like, yeah, there's a there's a difference, but you know, big games can turn that around real fucking fast. They can. It, that that, but that, and that this comes back to yeah. This is this. Well, we've been saying for months now, if not years. Well, I guess yeah, months for sure. But like Starfield, this this is the game. This is the test. Like, yep. is is the stigma from that last generation still there? Uh, that people aren't gonna aren't gonna switch over? Because we've also talked about how people want to, you know, protest games, and the moment the game comes out, everyone negs on that that protest because yep. they want to play the video game. Um, yes, and that works. That works in Starfield's favor. That works in Xbox's favor. But the question is, yes, yeah, switching I- over to a different platform. L- Let's put it this way. I know multiple people who really do not like this merger for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. All of those people are going to buy and play Starfield. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them I've talked to. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely play it. That And I think that game is going to be huge. Um, it, and the thing is, is Microsoft does not give a shit if you buy an Xbox to play it. Right. They do not care. Nope. If you play it on PC, great. Super mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. You bought the game or you subbed Game Pass. And what they're really hoping for is you subbed Game Pass because reoccurring revenue. Yeah. That that is the game here. Get you in the fucking subscription service because reoccurring revenue. If you guys remember from, from prior podcasts, they did that that uh Phil Spencer interview after Red Falls, you know, t- terrible launch. And like if there was any oh, doubt yeah. before, it's like Look, we are not going to win against PlayStation and Nintendo in that traditional console way. We have to invent our own way, and that is, you know, they're doing their cloud gaming thing, but also, yeah, it's it's, it's Game Pass, which is also tied into their cloud gaming stuff. Like that's and, the way to do it for them. And Game Pass is sick. Holy like shit, Pass. dude! Game Pass is fucking amazing. I, I if you love video games, you love video games, and you just want to play a ton of different rad video games. Mm-hmm. $17 a month, and mm-hmm. you, I mean, realistically, if you don't care about playing the latest and greatest, and you just want to play a bunch of really cool stuff, not gonna beat it. And then, I think that this is something that isn't talked about as much as I keep bringing up with Xbox, that I think is great. Um, if you are a gamer on a rigid, really lean budget, like, you do not have a ton of money to spend on games, the fact that you can get a console for 250 to $300, and pay and not buy a game, but just pay seventeen dollars a month to get access to. Uh, I don't know if this is the same on the console version. It might be a little less or a little more. Yeah. But four hundred and thirty-nine games is what's currently on PC Game Pass. I'm looking at it right now. Right. I think it's so, just about that much for console. It's like four or five hundred games on yeah. Game Pass for console players. So. Yeah. So and yeah, not all of those are going to be for you, but they have a little bit of every genre. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, like, I, I think that they're doing a lot of really good stuff. It's just it, you know, they need... Starfield does need to be a win. It needs to be a win. Mm-hmm. Like, really at does. minimum, Starfield needs to be good. 
But it needs to be Fallout 4. Like, a lot of people really like it, and it's a good game. Yeah. Um, and ideally, it's a mega hit. Yep. They need to market yeah. the shit out of it. They need to get yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. They, they, they are absolutely going to market the ever needs to be fuck out of. Like, I don't know, Street Fighter 6 level. We are out mm-hmm. here. We're not necessarily getting characters, you know, in, in other video games kind of marketing, but like... Just, oh, hey, yeah, I forgot that that Street Fighter crossover with Exo Primal is happening. They crossover with Exo Primal. They have uh, costumes Fortnite. for Fortnite and PUBG. PUBG, yeah, which is weird. I didn't realize PUBG was so popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's surprise. huge. It's huge. Um, it's not as huge as Fortnite is, but it's huge. Yeah. Um, had PUBG gone free to play sooner, I think it would be every bit as big as Fortnite. Yeah, had they mm-hmm. gone, had they gone yeah. free to play right away, they would have yeah. taken over. But yeah, you know, it, so. was, it was that 40 bucks that they started with. That is what gave Fortnite the push that they needed. Yep. Um, the advantage. I mean, yeah, that's that's actually what took me so long to get into PUBG is I didn't want to pay. I dumped know. that 40 bucks as soon as I saw people playing. I was like, this looks fucking rad. Yep. Did the same thing. Yeah, I waited. I had um, a great time. I loved my time with PUBG and then Fortnite's, you know, yeah, took it. And it's fine. I I played a little bit of Fortnite for the first time last year, and it seems fine. It's fine. I liked it more when it was a horde shooter. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Which is funny. Yeah, no one knew what the hell Fortnite was when it was. Yeah, yeah, nobody knew what Fortnite was. (laughs) I I will always remember. So Fortnite was in development for like ever. Mm -hmm. Like I went to my second PAX in 2012. And got to see the first, uh, and that's when I was reporting on shit still, and I got to see the first behind-closed-doors look at Fortnite. Mm -hmm. And they made a big deal out of it. Cliffy B was talking it up, like, it was, you know... And then, like, I didn't hear jack shit about it for five years. It shadow drops and comes out, nobody cares. Nope. It puts in a Battle Royale mode, and it becomes the biggest game in the fucking world. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so weird, but weird time. Uh, the exact the exact quote from uh, the the article is Microsoft Gaming CFO Tim Stewart uh, said um, that when Microsoft evaluated exclusivity of Zenimax games in December of 2020, despite having more than 10 million million units forecasted for both Starfield and Indiana Jones on PlayStation, Microsoft believed it could offset losses incurred from taking those games exclusive through Game Pre- Game Pass and increased console sales. Increased console sales. Well, yeah, I, I, they have to be doing a bundle. They have to be doing a bundle. Uh, if if they're not doing a bundle, I do think that a lot of people are going to buy Xboxes to play that game. I think there are. Um, I just think that bundle would would like an advertising would that bundle would like bump those sales. It it would help a lot because yeah. especially because when you look at the system requirements to run that game on PC, it's like absurd. It's like fuck it, this. <laughs> like I lo- like I I had to be honest with my girlfriend of like your 1080 will run it, mm-hmm. and right. so uh, it will run it. Just but. I don't. We have to buy you an SSD, a bigger one, because our current SSD is only 250 gigs, and most of it is eaten by Diablo and Guild Wars. Eh, yeah. So yeah, like what, what I would recommend instead is just hooking up a mouse and keyboard to the Xbox. <laughs> if like she's into the mouse and keyboard play style and not the controller, 
just took up the mouse and keyboard. It's, the, Xbox. No, it's, it's also the mods. Oh, yes. The mods. The mods. Yeah, there are yeah, going to be a ton of mods. And she doesn't want to be restricted by having only the console mods. I'd die. So, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, because I totally said, hey, I got a Series S. Because I, I told her, like, um, if it can't, I got a Series S in the living room if you want to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can use my X if you're over here. Um, uh, they got a Diablo 4 bundle currently, a Forza Horizon 5 bundle, and a Fortnite Rocket League Fall Guys combo pack. Like, you get a bunch of free currency in all those games. Okay. Um, huh. So, yeah. uh, that one, that, that last one is for the Series S only, which that makes sense as that's like the discount box. So, I guess giving a bunch of currency for free to play games makes sense. Rocket League's still uh, going strong. It is, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It is. I'm, I'm happy about that, man. That yeah. game is sick. That's a game that, like, over time, like, feelings about Rocket League has never wavered. Like, that game is sick. Yes, Rocket, Le- Rocket League is dope. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if they'll do a console bundle. I could see it. Um, I mean, we are a month and two weeks out. So they would have, if they were, they, you'd think they would probably would have advertised that already. Yeah, I think they would have been talking about that already. But I do think that they're, I, I do think that especially for the Series X, they're going to produce a shit ton of consoles and have them readily available. Yeah. Especially because that higher storage Series S comes out uh, like two days prior. Mm. People who are a fan of those, those so, Bethesda RPGs are also totally willing to drop money to make that shit happen. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I, and I bet you that, once again, I think that console sales will increase for this because there are a lot of people who just don't want to play games on the PC or put up with it. Yeah, fair. Uh, or, and then also the price, because, and granted, this build is really overkill, but my upcoming build for late next year, early 2025, is looking like 2Gs, bro. You are, you are planning that out. Um. Yeah, you know, I I like building computers. It's fun. It, it is fun. <laughs> um, it's expensive though. It's expensive. It is expensive. I, I try to just I I've I'm content with what I've got right now, and then I just throw up you know Linus Tech Tips live stream of building a computer, and that's how I get my fix. So you could, uh, you know, you get you, PC building simulator too. I could do that. You're right. Yeah. Here, here is my big issue with. So I'm, I'm very content with my current machine, except for one thing. I'm so you have a 3080 Ti, which has 12 gigs of VRAM. Yeah. I have a regular 3080, which has 10. Mm-hmm. So in certain games, I'm starting to hit bottleneck. Oh no! Mm-hmm. They're not because oh, no. mm-hmm. they're not optimizing them correctly, so they're eating fuck tons of VRAM. Damn. Yep. yep. So it like, happens to me when I play Diablo Four. I can only play Diablo Four for like half an hour before it starts getting uh, buggy. Uh, Diablo Four is fine. My problem with Diablo Four is if I don't turn off Nvidia Broadcast, it shits a chicken. Oh, um, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, I'm not doing my issues. Let me tell you, I have to. I, I, if I don't have it uninstalled, I need to uninstall it because it just causes problems. I don't uninstall it, but I do turn it off when I'm playing certain games. Mm. But you know, so regardless, like you, yeah. So I think that a lot of people are going to buy Xboxes, especially. Cause, I mean, dude, they have a model that's three, two fifty to three hundred, depending on if it's of sale or not. 
And Starfield, I, there are a lot of people who love those Bethesda RPGs to death mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. only play them on console. You know, so I, I could totally see people I know, like, you know, going out and buying Xboxes for that game. Yeah, I, I want to make clear that this is definitely going to cause some some Xbox sales and there's going to be a boost. Like, there's no fucking question. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 losing PlayStation like the making up the, the the loss of that is what I'm unsure of. Um, well, so hold on, let's. But it's all dependent do... on it's all dependent on Starfield being good and your Fallout and your Elder Scrolls fans deciding to become hardcore Starfield people as well. Yes, and I, and I think that last one is a lot more likely than. Yeah, I don't know that so, crowd. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't, I don't go that hard on Elder Scrolls or Fallout, but I, a ton of people do. So, so uh, I, I know a lot of those people, mm-hmm. um, and they get mad every time I say Fallout is trash. Well, yeah, because you like to, <laughs> you like to I stir. Like to poke, yeah, I like to poke the bear a little bit. Uh huh. But so you have so, but like, yeah, like, like for example, my girlfriend loves those games. She is super upset about this merger. And about this game only being on Xbox and PC, even though she primarily plays on PC, she needs PlayStation people to be able to play it. She's totally buying it. Mm-hmm. Like she's totally buying it. Um, okay, you know, and that's most people I know. Like even the hardcore PlayStation people I know are like, yeah, I'll just get a Series S to play it. it I, you, know? you know, it would it would be fun. I don't want to say I hope. But, like, I, I think it would be a lot of fun to see Xbox all of a sudden get this huge boost because a bunch of people came over to Xbox just mm-hmm. because of Starfield. It would validate this entire, like, fucking move they've been making and have been catching so much shit for. I, it, w- it would make it so much more interesting. It would make it so much more interesting. That's the thing. Like, it would, it would like, all of a sudden Xbox is a player again out of nowhere. And, right, all right here we go. Yeah, it's just like okay, we're off to the races. Let's get it. Versus like, no, you know, it's kind of been them kicking someone while they're down, and not just kicking a little bit, like just kicking over and over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Um. You know. So. Good lord, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh and, and even when they have W's like twenty twenty one, that automatically gets fucked up by the following year. Right. Know? Like the, even twenty twenty one was still like you know, we were looking towards looking for these games that are still not out yet now. Yeah. Like you look at twenty twenty one and you you know, like you you see Halo and Psychonauts and the Artful Escape and Forza and the and Age of Empires four and remastered. They had this amazing year, and you're like, all right. And they're set up. They're set up. Let's go. Let's see a real match here. Yeah. And then just completely shit. The bed. It's just, ugh. Uh, yeah. They need uh, this some so other. Bad. Yeah, they they need this W uh, so bad. I do think that this is going to cause more like a big revenue swing. Uh, will it make up all those 10 million copies sold? Maybe. Depends on how many people stay on Game Pass for more than a month. It depends. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the thing. It depends. Because let's say, okay, let's say half of those people, half of those 10 million sales turn into Game Pass subscribers. 
So that's so that's five million people paying seventeen dollars. Mm-hmm. So an average game, you most publishers make thirty to thirty-five per copy. So obviously, so this case we're gonna say thirty, just to make it easy. So five million people times seventeen, you're gonna need two months of Game Pass. Each person paying for Game Pass for two months, mm-hmm. plus whatever you make on a console. So which is like five dollars probably. Yeah, you know because I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Mar- like they do not make money on selling the actual console. No, software is where they make all the money. Yeah, like, they sell these things at a loss to start. Mm -hmm. um, Most of the time. So, they, you know, they they eventually do get profit as the parts get cheaper over time. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, that's... I think it'll happen. Uh, other Xbox news related to this FTC stuff before we get into the Major Nelson story. Okay. Uh, Phil Spencer, as of this morning, this is why it wasn't in the docket, I don't have any quotation. <laughs> Phil Spencer tweets out, We are pleased to announce that Microsoft and PlayStation have signed a binding agreement to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation following the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. We look forward to the future where players globally have more choice to play their favorite games. Wow. It happened. Yep. I'm sure. I'm sure that was ready, and just waiting for the merger to be official. Oh. as soon as the merger went through, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Sony's like, well, I guess we'll sign. All right. We'll play ball. We'll play ball. And you know, to to be fair, on both sides of that, uh, Microsoft even said it it would be stupid to make this game exclusive because it's worth. Eight hundred million dollars in just sales of the game, not including the DLC or anything. Yep, on yep. PlayStation, it's a money printer. Yeah. It's the same thing as Minecraft. It's like there's no reason you wouldn't fucking you'd make Minecraft exclusive to Xbox and PC because, like, what the fuck, dude? We'd lose out on so much money on the sales on that. Yeah, like that'd be stupid as hell. Um, you know, and it can fund their exclusive ventures. Like Indiana Jones. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can make this argument about Starfield as well. But again, Starfield is like the game that's that the one game they're trying to use to like get oh. people over. Also, Call of Duty is so much bigger than Starfield. Also, yes. Call of Duty is my girlfriend did not understand how big Call of Duty was when I was talking to her. Like she she sent me a TikTok uh, of like, I didn't know Call of Duty was this big. Like I knew it was big. Oh, yeah. Like. Call of Duty is the best-selling game every year. Yeah. Every year. Or sometimes it falls to number two or three, but most and most of the time, last year's version ends up in the top ten selling games. Mm-hmm. So every mm-hmm. year you have two Call of Duty games in the top ten selling games. Yep. Not to mention the microtransactions, not to mention the DLC map packs, other bullshit they sell. Yep. Like that like Call of Duty is a money machine. Yep. We we talked we talked about it with that that news story two weeks ago where we were getting all those those FTC conversations and Jim Ryan's like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> like you don't understand how much of a monster this is. Yeah. And then um more than a million PlayStation players only played Call of Duty on their PlayStation. That's damn. nuts. That's wild to think about, right? It's wild. Oh, uh, like, dude. Oh, God. Yeah, so, you know, that's... There you go. 
Yeah. Like that's that's all you need to say. Um so um yeah, that's you know that that's good as far as having a binary agreement to keep Call of Duty on everything. I think it'd be dumb not to. Yeah. I do think that's something that is very going to make a lot of people possibly move to Xbox with Call of Duty is the fact that I can get my Call of Duty every year on this subscription service. Mm-hmm. Along with a bunch of other games, cool. That seems like a better way to go. Mm-hmm. But if you're already on a PlayStation, you're not being left out. Yep. So. Yep. No. Uh, um, I'm glad they yeah. made that deal. And then another thing that happened uh, that was really interesting, like the day after the deal got approved, right? The literal day after, I started seeing a bunch of tweets and a bunch of TikToks about. Uh, hey, you know how the 360 versions of all these Call of Duty games have had broken online forever now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not the case anymore. Those are fixed. Like, huh? you can... Weird. Yeah, like, you can go load up Modern Warfare 2 just fine, and it no longer takes forever to find a match if you're lucky. Like, you can get one immediately. Huh. Yep. I wonder what the player count is. Uh, that's you know we can actually find that out. Can we find that out. I would love to see uh, how many people are like. I want to just. I have my okay. disc for Modern Warfare Two original. Mm-hmm. Here, here we go. Because yeah, I'm very, I'm very curious. You want to talk about Call of Duty being big? I wonder how many people are hanging on to yeah, just this old copy of Call of Duty and it's like I just want to play that. That's all I want to play. Here's there my copy of Modern Warfare Two original. Where, where did you have that <laughs> stored? Where was that? In my living room. Why is it in your living room? Because I have a shelf full of old video games in my living room. <laughs> I'm just room. trying to figure because out your suddenly, Because suddenly process. it works. You've got, you've got your closet, you've got the, your readily accessible stuff, and then you went to your living room for more. <laughs> Keep my 360 okay. games out here. Okay, uh, let me explain. So in my bedroom and slash office area is kind of where I keep all the modern stuff. Oh. That's PS4 slash 5 games. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of it, because that's the only thing I buy a hard copy for anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, in my living room, that's where I have a lot of retro stuff set up. That's where the PS3 is set up still mm-hmm. uh, for playing PS3 games, because there's a bunch of games in PS3 jail still. That's mm-hmm. where I keep... Uh, that's where a 360 is set up. So, like... You know, that's where a Wii is set up. Like, that's basically where, like, if you want to play retro games, that's my living room. Yeah. Um, Along with a Series S for, like, Netflix. So, anyway, so you have, so, like, I just have a shelf full of PS3, Wii, GameCube, and 360 games. Okay. So, yeah. It's a fun display piece. It is. It is. Gets people talking. Yeah. (laughs) But, yes, you bring it up. Here's my copy. Of Modern Warfare 2. Put it in. I did. It's, right. it's, it is installing at this moment. Oh, we're installing it. You know, you know what else would be a good display piece? is a oh. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 cabinet. Oh, is that just, so? Just, really? Just FYI, I'm just putting it out there. Really? Uh, mm. it's, it's weird you bring that up. Yeah? <laughs> I was looking at that this week. Where are you? <laughs> yes. Because they it? had them in stock. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was pretty great. I'm not going to do it anytime soon. But I asked for approval from my girlfriend. Because she's going to get sued. She says, like, yeah, I don't care. Do it. 
And if I had so, the room for it. That's a thing. You make the room for it. It's a marvel. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're going to be like, you're probably not going to be able to see this, but I've got like monitors and shit up on our counters because there's no room to, to store them oh, while we're man. waiting to sell them. Oh, my God. Oh, are you talking, you have multiple monitors for sale? Well, I have I have this one and then I have like this little 24 inch, like 60 hertz Dell monitor. How much you want for that Dell monitor? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really talked about price yet with my wife. Okay. So I gotta, uh, I gotta figure that out. Because we're looking for a super cheap monitor so my girlfriend can play games in the living room until she moves in. Because I have a laptop and she doesn't like playing on a 14 inch screen, which I can... Yeah, I don't blame understand. her. Ninja, that, that ultra wide, let me tell you, has been very tempting. I have been, I bet. I been bet. thinking about it. <laughs> I, uh, it's going to be the, so the model that I have that I'm getting rid of um, is probably going to be on sale for cheaper than what I'm selling it for. Black, Black Friday. I'm here to help a friend. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I need to make, I need to yeah, so to <laughs> we'll get back to you once the install is done. But this call yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, we'll come back man. to this later on the podcast. Uh, Emily, I do uh, actually have the player count for original oh. Modern Warfare. I'm looking it up on Steam charts right now. Oh, that's Modern Warfare. That's on Steam, though. We're talking about on Xbox. Oh. Uh, is this specifically for Xbox servers? The, yes, the PC versions are still fucked because of hackers. Actually, Emily, I'm curious. What, what is the number? Uh, 572 is current all-time high in the last 24 hours. Okay. That's actually hmm. more than I would think. Eh. Right. Uh, so, uh, and also, one thing that's been interesting is they've also been going out of their way to patch and disable like modded and custom servers for those games. Ooh. So, I'm like, it's very apparent to me that they are going to be like going out of their way to be like, hey, you should play you. You can play these on your Xbox or your PC now soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Wow. It, it does make me want, kind of want to go track down some hard copies of old Call of Duties I liked. <laughs> um, Fair enough. You know, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, the last piece of Xbox news we have. I, I swear to God, I say that every week. I know. Right. Look, um, this is kind of the last of that, probably for a bit here. Oh yes, yes. Uh, you know, like it'll be. Oh, Starfield came out and it was awful. Man, they're fucked. Yeah, right. Or exactly. man, Starfield came out. And <laughs> if, pretty if, good. if it tanks, then yeah, we have to have this whole conversation over again. But. Yeah, I'm really hoping it comes out and it's at least good. Yeah. So that way we can be like, all right, it's good, man. Hopefully they'll rebound. All right, on to other shit. On to I'm here for the chaos. I hope it tanks. <laughs> uh, oh, have, let's go. Let's go. We have we have been talking about this fucking like Xbox FTC merger for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of talking about it. I'm just about okay. that console war life. I want to. I want to see how they're how they're countering each other and talking about each other. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of what I'm about too. Like, I I don't want to like. Part of the reason that last generation was so boring in regards to it, it was like just, it was just like Call of Duty, or not Call of Duty. It was just Sony monkey stomping the shit. Yeah. Out of uh, out of uh, Xbox for ages. Okay, so I, I'm in. I'm in Modern Warfare Two. He's in. So it says zero players in like every lobby, but I guarantee you if I click on something. All right. 
let's see how if it finds me a match. Yeah, it found me a match instantly. <laughs> <laughs> instantly. Instantly. Okay, so it doesn't have the numbers set up ready to go, but yeah, the, the numbers are broken. But like this, yeah, the, and all of them are. Oh my god, there's a lot of like new accounts too. Are oh, there wow. really? Yeah, a lot of people are coming back, baby. Then there's, there's a sale going on on Call of Duty games right now on Xbox. God. Gotcha. Oh, is there? Okay. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Okay. All right. I'm about to play my first match of Modern Warfare 2 in forever, apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, Lordy. Right, well, okay, what's so. What's this next story here? Well, that's loading. Uh, so uh, we all know about Major Nelson with Xbox. He was kind of the big face of the, especially the 360 oh, yeah. era yep. uh, of Microsoft. And like, hey, Major Nelson here, and they're going to announce a bunch. And he would go ahead and announce a bunch of stuff for whatever was going on with uh, Xbox. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the face of their Xbox podcast and things of that nature. Uh, he's leaving. He's leaving. He's, uh, He's been with Microsoft since 2001. Uh, he and he joined Xbox in 03, and in 04 he started an Xbox podcast. And he's dude's gone. Dude's wow. leaving. Yeah, like he's 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 out of there. Phil Spencer and everybody wished him like, hey, good luck. They got to find a new personality. Yep, they do new brand ambassador. Uh, he did say the Xbox podcast would be back. Yes, yeah, just not with him on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I forgot that his um, name is Larry Herb. So Larry that's Herb, right. Yeah. That's right. His name is <laughs> called Major Nelson. That's the name of his personality. Yeah, his, his real name isn't it's a Major Herb. Nelson. Like, wait, what? Could it be Major Larry? Is that is that not cool enough? Major Larry? It, it makes me think of SpongeBob. Like <laughs> the, the, the lobster from that as, oh, as yeah. a... Aww. That's funny. Yeah. Um, man, Modern Warfare 2 visually looks rough by today's day. Well, I mean, yeah, now. It, even with, like, the upscaling that the, the, because the, you know, the, the Series X tries to upscale your stuff to 4K. Yeah. Um, even with that, it's like, man, that's really great looking. Yeah. You got that, you got that stair stepping on corners, baby. But it's, uh, 60 frames? It is a lock 60, baby. There you go. It looks good. Feels good. It does. Yeah, that's one thing I can always say about Call of Duty. It's always felt really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, all, and I'm still really bad at Modern Warfare. I mean, you know, you're also trying to, to run a podcast here. and mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot happening mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, so... um, I'm curious why he's leaving. I don't know, like he's been there for 20 years. years. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, yes, he's been there for 20 years. I'm like curious, like, okay, why leave now? It says yeah. he's chapter. going somewhere. Or? So yeah, he, he didn't say. I know that recently they also had um, uh, they had the main Halo guy from even the Bungie days leave Joe Staten. Mm. So I'm I'm curious. Like I'm I'm just so curious about why these longtime people are suddenly gone, and maybe it's because like. Oh no! This shit is the, like the outcry has been so bad over the past month, as we saw. Um, like, nah, dude. Like, we're we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're cleaning house. Um, Phil Spencer and Sarah Bond are the only people who are going to stay here. Right. Yeah. You know? Like that's all I can think of would be the case. Definitely um, a uh, a different crew going to be running this this Xbox mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
Um, but yeah, so I, I'm curious to see who they'll get to replace him. Um, God Good knows, man. Phil Spencer doesn't have the time to do that shit. So yeah, Ugh. Ugh. Oh, man, bad. But it is what it is. It is new yeah. people. And, and... Fresh blood. Xbox, hire us. We'll run the Xbox podcast. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. great. We'll, yeah. we'll drink the Kool Aid. Hey, man, we'll we'll turn it all around. We'll drink the Kool Aid. You oh, want to yeah. pay me for a full time Xbox podcast and get? I'll drink all the Kool Aid you want. <laughs> <laughs> Starfield's doing so well, See, man. Starfield would be looks, great. Who needs PlayStation? Starfield, Starfield looks amazing, man. I can't wait to replay all the old Call of Duties. Like, oh, it's gonna be so sick. Oh, it's gonna be. I'm yeah, gonna play know, the old not, Call of Duties. Not and having I'm that. the new Call of Duties. I'm gonna play them all on Xbox on the Game Pass because that makes the most sense. Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, you know, you don't need Starfield at 60 FPS. It's more, it's more cinematic that? if you just lock it to 20. I don't. Know. Oh God. <laughs> okay, let's let's you, not I, be you, crazy. You lost it at 20. <laughs> Wait a minute. A buttery <laughs> smooth 20 frames per second. Uh, hey man, that's how you played Oblivion on the 360. Don't lie to me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played Oblivion at 25 FPS on 360. It was fine. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I don't, I don't know what everybody's complaining about. Uh, yeah, uh, to be fair, it's still not as bad as playing fucking Skyrim on the PS3. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, not that far. Uh, um, Alright, Bronson, I know you're you're in the middle of some modern warfare stuff. I'm going to move us to the next story here. Which... Yes, I was actually just about to do that because I just died again. Okay, but there you go. Go, right. ahead. go. go ahead. Gex! Uh, Gex, everyone's favorite platformer on the PS1 and N64. Who uh, does not love Gex? A lot of people. Gex <laughs> Trilogy announced for PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox, and PC. So if you missed out on Gex like I did, I don't know what the fuck a Gex is. I just know it's a, it is a... It, it is, when people talk about video gecko. games, old video games, yeah. you talk about Gex. Yeah, he's a spy. It's a, like old 3D platforming games. I, it was great. It was great. I, Back in the PS1 days. Ugh. I, I remember it being heavily advertised and I wanted to rent it, but it was never in stock. And then I would later find out that the games were not very good and I was probably saving mm-hmm. some time mm-hmm. and money. So the uh, the jokes in these games did not age well, so it'll be interesting to see how they rewrite these <laughs> jokes. Oh, oh, please don't no tell me. Give me details on that. Oh well, they're they're all incredibly questionable by today's standards. I mean Do you got an example? Well, no, but I mean like there's there's racist jokes about like Fu Manchu mustaches and like oh, this kung fu yeah. level and yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. Gotcha. Okay. Like I re- I recently rewatched the first Bill and Ted movie and there's a line about like I don't know, twenty minutes in and I'm like, Oh, you can't say that anymore. That is, <laughs> oh. that is not okay. Uh I, yeah. I I just wanna know why like why Tomba I get Tomba had a following. That's also getting a like Yeah, there's a lot of deal. stuff. A lot of stuff that's getting remade. You know, like that, there's money that in remakes, there's money in nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, yes, uh, there is. You're, supposedly. You right. I mean, this goes back to the live service thing we always talk about, where it's like, 
only so many of these can live, I'm betting you, so what's the deal? Right. Right. Um, well, so, so I guess what I'm thinking is, like, if I were, t if I were tasked with making a new Gex, I would look at how they made that new Crash Bandicoot. Mm -hmm. And, like, mm -hmm. wouldn't make exactly that game, but I would take that philosophy of trying to make a new one of this old platformer and try to apply it to modern day. I, yes. If I had to make a new Gex. I mean, so what was Gex's gameplay even? Was it like a Mario Super So we are watching one? original Gex gameplay right now on stream here. This is this is a platformer where you can climb up and down walls knuckle style. Mm. And then eventually, eventually it turns story. into like a, a Mario sixty four kind of kind of game. Yeah, that's that's what I always associated with. Like I, I always think of Gex as like a three D Mario the name of uh, the Gex sixty four. Is it like Gex three? Gex three. Okay. Eight. I'm sure if you just type in Gex Nintendo sixty four, it'll get. Did this come out on the sixty four? Yeah, okay. Crave released it on the Nintendo 64. That's how I would have played it. It was also released on the Game Boy Color, so I'm assuming the Game Boy Color version was a lot like what we're seeing on stream right now. Yeah, right. yeah the yeah, side scrolling exactly. platformer. Yeah. So, like, the, the general, like, theme of these games is, like, different movie references. Oh, okay. Uh, so every every level is a reference to like a genre or a specific movie. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I think that clip was more on the horror side, like mm -hmm. House of the Dead or something like that. Um, Interesting. This one. God, what is this one? It's been so long since I've played these, so I don't know. See, I'm seeing like. N64 PS1 graphics of a snow level, and it makes me want to play Snowboard Kids or something. It makes me yeah. want to play the big, really freezy peak level where I look over at that screen. Huh. Or like the ice levels in Crash Bandicoot or Spire of the Dragon. I, right, yeah. I, I, once again, Spyro is a game that I finished, but I have no real super fond memory of. It's really weird. So this uh, this snow level is a reference has references to Christmas cartoons or claymation shows. Oh, like um, Rudolph. Yeah, like Rudolph or um, Jack Frost or like okay, any of those those Christmas themed movies. And then like even even the the boss in this level is like a claymation Santa. Okay. Yeah, That's really sick. That's really cool, actually. I'm seeing some stuff like the... here, like like you you're pla it's platforming, so you're like you jump and then you miss, but you can use your tongue like a like a grappling hook. Oh, we got a snowboard. Mm -hmm. All right, we're snowboarding. Wee. <laughs> Look at this. Just reminds me of um, what's it called? Um, ukulele. <laughs> ukulele. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So good to know. Modern Warfare Two still functions. It still functions. <laughs> So, um, all right. Yeah. I know you. You excited for a new Gex potentially? No. No. Drumming no, up excitement. Not. I think it's just a remake or a remaster, right? It could just be. Yeah, they're just doing. They're just doing the trilogy, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So, final bit of news we have here, because uh, this is. You don't want to watch more Gex three gameplay? 
Oh, I love blurry N64 this games. This is blurry as shit. I, man, it's rough. Uh, that Well, that was... Okay, so here's a fun fact about the Nintendo 64. Um, mm-hmm. So the way the N64 is made and functions is due to limited system memory and limited cartridge memory, they basically didn't have a whole lot of memory for textures, so that's why every game looks like a blurry, schmeary mess. Oh, that makes sense. That's that's why. That's why, like, you'll notice when comparing N64 games and PlayStation games that the textures on N64 look way worse, but the mm-hmm. mo- but the models look a lot better. Well, that, that's, and that's that's concerning because this is PS1 gameplay. So I'm now all of a sudden that, very that's, terrified that's of what even looks what, like. Yeah, that. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Then this <laughs> this is that that worries me. That's a bad sign. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's a real bad sign. Oof. Well, there are there are a lot of games that were announced recently as part of like this this push, right? So Tomba is getting a re-release. There's the Gex trilogy. There's the original Clock Tower. There's Rose and Camellia, which is like this flash-based slapping game. I don't I played that in like high school. It was weird. Uh, Shantae, the Shantae Advance games okay. or game, I think, is getting a remake. The Castlevania Advance Collection is getting a physical release. Um, and so I think that's everything that was announced in this, this like recent so, wave. So I actually forgot something uh, when we were talking about uh, that the COD server was coming back earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so like TF2 is has an all time yeah. player high this week. Yep. Modern Warfare 2 is back. Halo the MCC is getting new content. It's 2009, we're, boys. We're it's our right time. <laughs> I TF2 saw that like in the fourteen maps. Like, yeah. Uh, sorry. What you what you say, Ninja? TF2 released like four. They released like fourteen new maps for TF2 this week. They sure did. I they redownloaded did? TF2. I redownloaded <laughs> Team Fortress 2. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. What is going did. on? <laughs> new a new Street Fighter came out this year. Yep. TF2 is back at the top of the charts. It's it's you sure. know it's 09. 09 is back. <laughs> I'm down to play some TF2 to check out some new maps. Yeah, I'm I'm totally down for TF2. All like, right. it, yes, I'm yes, hundred percent. We should do that. So, uh, all right. Um, and then the last news story we have. This is just a rumor leak type thing floating around. Is um, the person who leaked the Persona Three uh, remake, Persona Tactics, uh, all that other stuff, said that there is a new Persona fighting game, but it was canceled. Um, and then it, or no, it's to say it did not say it was canceled, but it has changed a lot from when the development started in 2015. Yep. Hmm. Damn. Oh. That game's been their current for eight freaking years. Their current focus, um, now that these three new Persona games are almost done, is uh, Persona 6, and then we'll probably see the fighting game after that, shortly after that. I, want it so bad <laughs> okay you have to understand so like in from the 09 onward era of fighting games like Street Fighter 4 was my my number one but Persona 4 Ultimax was a real tight number two mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah man so fuck it I'm, I'm hyped for that I'm super stoked yeah uh I'm saying maybe you should all repopulate 
Persona 4 Arena Ultimate so that way we like people can enjoy it uh-huh. because right now those servers are a fucking ghost town mm-hmm. man I tried getting I got I can get like one if I log in during peak hours I can maybe play a match maybe yeah maybe and then typically the people who are still playing that game are fucking monsters at it. Like they're yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that a thing sense. at this point. Yeah. So that's that's the uh, part. So yeah, that's cool. I'm a fan. Um all right, do do we have anything else? Do anyone else wanna drop anything uh that, that we might have forgotten or anything? Uh as far as news, not really. Exoprimal came out. That game is mm-hmm. pretty sick. We'll uh, be playing that on Tuesday, so Tuesday at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, if y'all want to watch the four of us play that. Yep. Um, and then... Oh, um, uh, Red Dead Redemption, there's a there's a rumor. Um, Red Dead Redemption hasn't been on sale since March or April, mm-hmm. which is fueling rumors that we're getting a Red Dead Redemption remake. Yeah, I saw, I saw that uh, there was a leak going around that Rockstar is working on two remasters. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- it's like, there's most people are saying, like, oh, it's GTA 4 and Red Dead 1. That'd yeah. be. Mm. So, I would love to play some GTA 4. That game's story is awesome. It's been a while. So, uh, all right. So, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then come back for what we've been playing. Oh, all right. Uh, hang on so, for a second. Let's take a break. And we're back. Hi, everybody. We are back. Back again. We're back again. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, we're here to talk about everything we've been playing. Yeah, we've been playing stuff. We Mm -hmm. have. There's been a lot of good video games that hit. A lot of great stuff coming out. Fun stuff. A lot of good stuff. All right, what do we want to talk about first? Uh, I guess I'll open it up with uh, me and Ninja. We've been trekking through Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. I'm on, um, yeah, so I'm on the last, like, ten chapters of the game. Uh-huh. I think that that game's spectacle is some of the most impressive shit I've ever seen in a video game. Like, it is Metal Gear 4 levels of insane hype. Like, it's so good. Um... That said, I think if you are used to playing that kind of game, like you're used to playing, um, uh, you know, you're used to playing action games, your Bayonetta's, your Devil May Cry, your anything like that, the game is just way too easy. Mm-hmm. And it takes way too long to get you most of your kit. Yeah. Like, like uh, you just got the wind power, right, Ninja? Yeah, so I'm still like really early on in the game, but like all I'm doing is mashing square and hitting uh, the magic button, and then uh, to do like the combo, and then every once in a while I use my icon power, and like uh, that's the extent of my kit so far. So yeah, you get so I would say it doesn't get really fleshed out until you get your third icon power, and you have your limit break. So after which is about 20 hours into the game, 
if I'm being Oof. completely honest. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a big big issue uh, in my opinion, at least. Um, yeah, like that that's kind of where my big problem with it lies is like if you are used to playing this kind of game, uh, then you're yeah you're going to be very annoyed by this. You're gonna be you're gonna be chugging along like oh my god why is this taking forever. Um, because I know that I was talking to Ray about it uh, not that long ago, and he he was just like, I don't know, I kind of I like it more than I like, I like it more than I like um, fifteen or the older ones, but it's still not great. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to that that kind of thing, so and I get it because like yeah, and even once you have your full kit. Um, it's dude. There's no challenge there. Like I'm playing on the normal difficulty, the highest difficulty you can start with, with none of the accessory help. And I beat a boss that's ten, an optional side boss that was ten levels higher than me, without any real issues. Mm. Jesus. Um, yeah, I feel like they didn't. The the difficulty's just not there yet. Uh, well, apparently the difficulty does sort of get there in the, like, I, you know, the final, the mode that's, this is Final Fantasy, I think it's what it's called. Mm-hmm. But is that like only, Dante Must Die? Yeah, but you only get that, you only get the option for that if you've, if you've beaten the, if you beat the game. Like, you beat the game once. And, like, dude, that's... That sucks so bad. It's a tall order. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a 40-hour game, and that's if you just straight shot it. If you're Mm -hmm. like me, and you're going out of your way to get all your optional side garbage, then that's that's ridiculous. Yep. That's, like, absurdly ridiculous. So, yeah, like, that's, that's my main issue with it, but, like, this is the best mainline Final Fantasy since ten. Single player mainline Final Fantasy. Excuse me. It's yeah. better than thirteen. All its sequels. It's better than ten two. It's better than fifteen, and it's by like a wide margin. The story and characters are actually likable. the The moments are epic and fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just really good. So yeah, that's. I have these. This is going to seem like a bunch of like bitching and nitpicking with it, but at the end of the day, this is like the first time for a single player Final Fantasy game that I've actually wanted to finish it and enjoy it since 10. Okay. Like, like that's if that's willing to tell you anything about what I think of it. You know, so pretty high praise. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. your 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 assessment of single player Final Fantasies post ten have not been great, so I guess it's not a high bar necessarily. <laughs> no, but it's it's definitely better. Okay, they, they did better. All right. Yeah, so yeah, um, it's you know it's obviously not in my opinion it's no means by like no means perfect, but uh, I have a weird. Like, I can probably review the game now unless the ending is just total shit and I come back in a week and be like, I was wrong, this is garbage, don't play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But realistically, I could probably review it at the at the point I'm at, and my my opinion where I'm at is it's definitely a five out of five for most people. So, but it's really weird because if you play a lot of Devil May Cry or action games like that, it's it's honestly probably too easy, and you're gonna get bored by that. So for you, it's a four out of five. If you're a traditional Final Fantasy fan you might find the action combat frustrating, especially with how long it takes to get to it, uh, to, to it getting good, if you're not used to playing that kind of game. And then last, but certainly not least, is just general people who are looking for a good video game. Those people, I think, are going to really enjoy it and be fine. Mm. That's That's basically where I'm at with that. So... Yes. Uh, graphically impressive. Story's great. Uh, the icon moments, the primal fights, uh, they are every bit as hype, if not more hype, than you would assume. Nice. And I want to... And Ninja, you did the Phoenix fight, because it's the very start of the game, and yep. you have the Garuda one coming up. I want to let you know that is nothing. Okay. That that is nothing to compared to uh, what what happens later on. Like like literally just it's like I cannot explain to you. Like I thought that Garuda fight was incredible when I when I went through it. The one you're about mm-hmm. to get to, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, how's this game gonna top that? No, I was wrong. <laughs> it does. I it was tops so it. Okay. oh yes. So something to consider, I guess. Um, yeah, no, it's it, man, like they, they. I am so this. This made me hopeful for future Final Fantasies. Hmm. That that that's how much because like it has been a while since I've been optimistic about Final Fantasy because fifteen was mediocre, thirteen was trash, twelve was trash, you know, like, and then. Different spinoffs have different levels of quality. I personally think the only one that's really all that good is Crisis Core, but you know, so yeah. All right, that's good. Good. Yeah. What about you, Ninja? Since you, I know you're only early, but what have you thought of it so far? The story is interesting enough. I think I really like the. Um, and I think I've, I've mentioned this before, but like the. Like you can hold the touchpad to figure out like who the players are and what the setting is for like that scene. I think it's a much better way to handle like lore dumps than like Final Fantasy 13's encyclopedia, where the yes, game is just here. You here you go. Here's every 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 term they're gonna throw at you, every location, every like person, uh, all at once. Here you go. Have fun. Figure it out. Good luck or don't. Uh, so I think I think that was a much better decision than the encyclopedia lore dump. Um, the combat right now is a little stale. I unlocked the, the second set of icon powers, which um, is made things a little neater, like being able to to um, knock enemies down when they reach like the halfway stagger point to do more damage and building that into my combos and stuff has been fun. Um, I am on my way to the actual like a Garuda fight. I fought the the individual that I thought was going to be or at this point in time where I thought there was going to be the Garuda fight. And then it's like, oh, no, you actually get to fight the icon. Um, 
So I haven't put a ton of time into it. I'm probably like five or six hours into the game, but it's been really fun so far. It's just that uh, anytime I sit down to play a game, any game, because I haven't haven't played through Diablo 4 yet. I'm like in Act 2 of Diablo 4. Um, I purchased some games during the Steam sale that I haven't touched because I keep going back to Street Fighter 6. And like Final Fantasy 16 is just one of the casualties of, of Street Fighter. Um. Yeah, I managed to get away from Street Fighter this past week and a half, which is why I managed to get through so much of Final Fantasy. Um, and thankfully, my girlfriend and I were committed to doing the Diablo campaign together. So that was, you know, there you go. We we did that. It was great. Um, so all that I have left in my, like, need to get caught up log after Final Fantasy is Zelda. And then mm-hmm. I can live in Street Fighter for the next two months. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but Street Fighter is fantastic. So it sounds like you've been mostly been playing Street Fighter in fourteen. Yes. Um, and it sounds like your fourteen time might be reduced soon. Yeah. Because... Yeah. I, like I, I love fourteen, but my static imploded uh, last night. Like after the raid, um, uh, a couple of us were talking, and then our raid lead is like, you know what? I don't, I don't think that like we have enough people that are feeling it, so we're just gonna, we're just gonna cancel. Um, and so the static just kind of imploded on itself, which is fine. Um, but the, the fights in that game, and we've talked about this before and like how they're different from WoW, right? It's, it's one boss instead of a series of like pulls up to a boss and then in WoW boss fights, I think are a lot more dynamic, but in Final Fantasy 14, it's more of a dance and you have to memorize each each spot of the dance. And we have some players that one weren't gearing up and then two would refuse to just memorize the dance and try to get carried. But the problem with Final Fantasy 14 is that after a dance mechanic, you immediately have a body check. And if you don't have all eight people up for the body check, it's a raid wipe. So we have spent the last two or three months. I forget how long this tier has been out. I think it's three months wiping to the same exact mechanic on the same boss for six hours a week because uh, they just they just would not learn it. Um, so it's fine. I get to take a break from reading for a little bit and playing the other parts of Final Fantasy 14 that I enjoy. I am like 50 cards away from having all of the triple triad cards and getting the card mount, which is sick. Super excited for that. Um, I'm doing like hunts now. I'm going like on these hunt trains where there's like hundreds of people all together going from like mob to mob, killing these mobs and getting currency and stuff. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Final Fantasy 14 is, is still like currently my favorite MMO, I think. Fair. All right. That's really good. And then in Street Fighter 6, I hit Plat 3. Um, working my nice. way up to Plat 4. Um, the game has gotten a lot harder at this level than it was, but I've learned a lot because I am now like consistently taking sets from my two friends who are in Diamond. One plays Blanca, one plays Kami. Um, so I know that I, at the very least, am improving and figuring out how to how to handle issues. Mm-hmm. I was honestly shocked. I, I beat you in a set this morning. I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. You, know, you you got used to playing good players, then you then you got you played some trash. <laughs> what, what is this? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, well that's cool. Um 
I'm just saying, if you're looking for a raid team, my WoW team is a casual team where I'm having a good time. Well, I just hopped back this week. Mm. Yeah, I may, I may look at WoW again. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, I, I was playing some 14 this past week, and I kind of hit the wall. I always hit with 14 where I'm. I'm doing end game content and I and like I finished up the story. I'm all caught up. I did a six point four story. And um I and I'm not gonna do the Manderville quest until my girlfriend comes back because we I agreed I'd do all the Manderville stuff with her because she really loves it. So I was like, I'm gonna start loving samurai and gearing. And I got to the part of like gearing where I'm just like, I really don't like this game's core combat loop. Mm. And and I'm not sure if I'll enjoy raiding in it on a second attempt. I think I'm just gonna go play WoW, and I and I played WoW, and it's it is still really good. And that new mega dungeon seems really cool. And the current patch they're doing is all about bronze dragons. That's cool. So and like they have this special event called Time Rifts. So what Time Rifts are is um is like you go to an area and it's like every it feels like everybody in the fucking server is in the area it really does like it feels like everybody and their fucking mom is like like let's put it this way i normally get that game running at like 120 fps roughly there were parts there were so many people in some of these areas fighting bosses that it was down to like 35 fps mm-hmm. it was fucking crazy so there was that. Um, yeah, so uh, I did those. And they're really cool because they have like these weird, they're like alternate timelines of shit that happen. Um, mm. You know, it's small little bits of lore, but like, oh yeah, this is a what if the Legion one time. You know, and at the end of it, you fight a corrupted Illidan. And it's basically just a giant Zerg rush, but it's a goofy, fun thing. Yeah, know? that sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, the new Mega Dungeon I hear is great. Um, and then the story stuff, it seems fine. It, it, it's, you know, I, I'm not in love with it, but I've enjoyed it. I guess is the best way I would describe it. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then I forgot how good dungeons in that game feel. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, so the new season is up. And uh, I did Mythic 8 Freehold. And one, Freehold is one of the best dungeons that game has ever made. It's so good. Mm. I fucking love Freehold to death. Um, but not only do I love Freehold to death, uh, it's funny and it's well-paced and just... It feels so good to have WoW not be a giant piece of shit that I have to rant about. Right. So, yeah. Um, there's that, and then I'm pretty sure we all universally played Street Fighter except Aaron, who didn't play anything. Yep, okay, yep. And then, uh, Emily, it looks like you got into Exoprimal. Uh, yeah, I've been playing that since Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be having as much fun with live service games like this. I don't necessarily mind live service games if they're good. Yeah. I, I think that's like the big fucking qualifier though. Is like if they're good, 
And that seems like that oftentimes can be a very big qualifier for live service. Mm. But this one is like a blast. Like, it is. If, it's a lot of fun. If, I'm having it, a good time. It's very simple. I will say that. Like it's if you're expecting like if you're expecting like insane depth, you are going to be sorely disappointed. But if you're looking for just like I want to kill hundreds of dinosaurs in a robot suit in dope ass ways. Uh, yeah. this game has got you, fam. It's like I already have a fifth of the achievements according to yeah. Game Pass. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I've been playing this almost nonstop for two days. Okay. Uh, which which like, exosuit have you been gravitating towards most? I've been doing Deadeye. Okay. Like, Deadeye. I did a round in one of the other ones. I can't remember which one it was because it was really early on when I started playing, but I've been like, like my exosuit for my Deadeye is four. And I'm at a player level six. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm at similar level. Uh, I've been I only started uh, yesterday, but I just kind of just went in. I threw up uh, Kitchen Nightmares on one monitor and then had Exo Prime. I was like, all right, d- nice. d- maximum dead <laughs> brain dead hours right now. Let's go. Um, I d- d- man, that's I, so I was playing the game uh, when my girlfriend was taking a nap yesterday. And like, man, I'm I, I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like, dude, because it just feels good and it's like mindless fun. It's like it's like a perfect game. You just want to turn your brain off and fuck around. It feels like. Yep. And uh, so, it's like, I I want to be on my A game once once I find out that you know you're gonna be fighting other people. Uh, mm-hmm. But even then, like, it's not. Coming off of Street Fighter, it's even that is still kind of brain dead. I'm just like, ah, there's a, there's those fucking guys. We're gonna we're gonna take those guys out. Um, and Fair. but yeah, no, it just it's I, and I think the game is so is pretty well aware of that. Like, here's a silly ass concept. Um, we're gonna we're just gonna take advantage of that. And here, here's some here's some dinosaurs. Kill all these dinosaurs. We're oh, it, literally gonna spawn this sphere, and they are just gonna like fall out like comically, like not even like whoa, just like oh shit, <laughs> and like drop on the floor. And it's like, all right, I got my gun trained here, and we're gonna take them out. Um, it 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 very much plays up its B movie aspects. Yes, it is very intentionally a b movie like experience for sure like that that there is no doubt in my mind that every bit of that is fucking intentional yeah like that no no fucking doubt in my mind uh, i'm i'm yeah I'm, I'm having fun uh is that cross play uh yes it is full cross yes. play all right emily next uh, time you're on let me know uh, I'm probably going to be on tonight when I finish my move and get everything settled. I, I was about to say same because like my girlfriend and I are going to play some Guild Wars and have lunch, but then after that, like I'm I'm free to dick around. All right, <laughs> I'm going so, to be editing this podcast. I've got a game night I think later tonight, but uh, outside of that, I'm probably going to continue my Exo Primal stuff. 
And I might I, do it sometime tomorrow, too. So See, cool. the thing is, I already know this game is going to fail because the last time that our little posse committed to a game like this, it, like you said, it was Avengers. Dude. And any time that we commit to a game like this, it's like always like a massive success. The Avengers vibe on this game is <laughs> super concerning. <laughs> uh, because... The gameplay, as dead as dead, you know, dead brained as it is, it's fun. Uh, but it is, hey, we've got these corridors. You're gonna you're gonna travel this way in this city. You've got mm. enemies that are gonna gonna drop down. And you're gonna do your thing, and then you know at the end you either are fighting your boss or you're fighting the other players, and it ends. And it's like, all right, you you won. That was like a 12 minute, 13 minute thing you did there. Good job. And it kicks you out. And all right, start again. And you're leveling, you know, your character, but you, maybe you want to try another character later on. It's like, and then that's the entire game. And it's like, okay, yep. I'm having fun now, but you guys need to learn from Avengers. You need to have content. Like, you guys better be working on something right now. New suits, new maps, new modes. I, so they got a new mode coming. They definitely need new maps. They need They need some more maps beyond what they've got. And then... They have a they have a decent number of suits. They certainly have more than what Avengers had in terms of characters. But like people are going to max out these suits quick. Right. Um, like the the, uh, the amount I played, I feel like like I could level up and a suit in a day if I really committed myself to it. And which I I think that necessarily could be a good thing. The thing about this game that's so interesting to me is like outside of Game Pass. It is a full $60 experience. Yes. Which is a, a bit much for this. Kind of. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not thrilled about $60. Even, even even though I don't have to pay it as a Game Pass member, I'm like, this is like at most like a $40 to, game. Uh, yeah, like, uh, okay, so let's say that like Ray was actually into robots and we were trying to convince him to play this. Is he not into robots? He, no, he thinks giant robots are stupid. I, oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like Ray too. God damn it. I, I, know, I, I know, man. I know, I know, I know. Well, like, trust me. I, I, I got you. I want to cry. I, I, oh, want to anyway. cry over some beers, Aaron? <laughs> God damn it. All right, anyway, so yeah. I have a whole six pack that I haven't cracked yet, or 12 pack I haven't cracked yet. I know, I know. So, we gotta, we gotta figure something out. But anyway. So, so, so he was like, but like trying to convince him to pay $60 for this would be like impossible. $60 yeah, is like, a lot of money. Like, well, yeah, because like we all have Game Pass subs. So, like, yes. for us, it's like, yeah. for us, it's mm -hmm. like whatever. Whatever. That's yeah, nothing. Know. You know, like, it's like, okay, cool. We'll just download it and be good to go. You know, yeah, I actually downloaded on both platforms just out of like, oh, this is cool. Sure. Out of sheer curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it runs great on both too, by the way, if you're curious. Nice. Fantastic. Um, in fact, I I actually kind of prefer the Xbox version because for whatever reason, it seems to be like a little snappier when it comes to signing and loading in. Oh, weird. Yeah, um, I've noticed that too with okay. my Xbox. It's like queue up and then... Yeah, like right, I, right. I've noticed that like on the PC where it's like signing in, signing in. I'm like, what the fuck is taking so long? Right, yeah. That's the PC for you. Uh, and I'm like, I have it installed on my SSD. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's, oh man. So yeah, it's, I will say that 
I think that game has a lot of potential to be really cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of the concept. Like when that concept was announced like a year ago, and then it was, I was like, oh, I'll, t- I'll buy, buy this. And then it was announced for Game Pass. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Um, so. Uh,. Yeah, this game's like heavy on you know your microtransaction. They're doing the full battle pass. I got a premium battle pass. It it almost feels like a free to play game. That's the thing. Yeah. It makes all I'm sense the sense on Game Pass. It does not make sense as a sixty dollars product with all of this. Yeah, like like yeah. Once again, for for the Game Pass folk, this seems like perfect. Yeah, but like if you if you're on PlayStation or on Steam with this. You're probably very confused because it's like, man, this game has a lot of microtransactions, a lot of bullshit in it. Like again, you it know, made so. sense. At least it made sense for the Avengers because it's the goddamn Avengers, and it's this, you know, and, and that that was like right off the heels of like Endgame. Yeah, like that was that was like that was like big money. That that experience. that should have worked. That should have totally worked, uh, and you know the the, the game breaking bugs uh, ruin, ruling that uh, you know n- the news for that game really helped kill it. But like this, this is a brand new IP. They're just trying mm-hmm. something here, and they don't have a whole lot of content. Like this is, it seems like they had a plan for this to be a thing, and it's just like I want it to be a thing. I think this is fun, but you clearly don't have a whole lot here. Mm-hmm. I just little little uh little worrying. Uh, I want it to be good a little bit, but uh, but we're gonna play on Tuesday. That'll be on stream. And, yes, uh, I, I have been I've been saying that like I know we want to mostly focus on fighting game content, but like there's been a couple of things where I'm like Tuesday night we might just make a multiplayer night for a little bit. It, it's you uh, know look. <laughs> Um, we're we're gonna try and do what we can as far as fighting games are concerned, but un- unfortunately, we just have a limited amount of time uh, to stream, and we we have to pick and choose. And as much as we enjoy fighting games, fighting games also there's a bit of a a barrier for a number of people, myself included. Yep. Um, yep. Whereas a game like Exo Prime, just like Argh. yeah, like TF2, you can just go in, Aaron, play medic, follow me. I I, yeah, I can like, suck as Scout and still have a good time, like right. No, exactly. You know, and you know, and then yeah. So the problem with TF2 is you know. Oh, actually, Emily, how old is your laptop again? Uh, the laptop as a whole is like a good decade, but the hard drive is at least a year. I mean, the, in all honesty, that that thing might be able to run Team Fortress Two. Yeah, probably could. Probably, probably could. Like, no problem. That that game is old as dirt. It might not look the prettiest, but it can run it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, so. Um. So yeah. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. And then. Um. You know. We we got. Well, we of course got. We we downloaded Nitro Plus Blasters. We're gonna get to that sometime. Right. That. Uh. Time. We do, I we need to we need to make that a community day though, where we sit down at the meeting and be like, all right, so yeah, when's the de- best day to play this garbage? Yep. 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 Um. Um, and then, of course, you know, we got our Dark Souls LP coming on August 3rd. Sorry, it got delayed. We had some scheduling issues. Yep. Upside is that gives us more time to plan. <laughs> so, True. Yeah. N- Ninja going to be our guide master for it. Exactly. Uh, yep. And we're going to try uh, and get some more streams in. 
in other ways. Uh, it may just be like solo content, but yeah, absolutely. And you know, we're we're gonna have Sunday morning SmackDown still. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the LP, um, you know, and yeah, we we got we got fun stuff planned. So right. yeah, yeah. Is that a show? I believe that's a show. That seems yeah. like a good show. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming in on Twitch and on Kick. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out for Street Fighter. Uh, uh, happy birthday to Architect Avian. Uh, mm-hmm. Loved member of our community. She's got a copy yes. of Street Fighter Six now. To, to play with us, to grind. Yeah. To, to bring honor to our dojo. Yep. Uh, a couple things to remind her. Uh, Twitch Prime. Twitch Prime. Twitch Prime. Cool. F- follow us on Kick. Uh, and this is going on YouTube now. We're really focusing on YouTube. So I want to thank you, the YouTube viewers, actually. Uh, for the first time ever, this podcast hit 200 people watching it on YouTube. Nice. Nice. Last week. Cool. So, uh, yeah, follow on YouTube. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Hit that bell icon. So that way you can get notified. Bring that bell. Look, man, we've... We're really bad about shilling ourselves. We, we need are. to get back. We gotta, we gotta figure that out. Um, but you know, yeah. that, that helps us out a lot. Seventy-five followers on Kick will help us get to affiliate. I think. Do they call yes, it affiliate that, there too? Yes, I believe they do. Okay, so that that'll help us a lot. Uh, Twitch helps us, of course, because you know that's where everyone's kind of at, and YouTube for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe starting next week we could start streaming to YouTube live at the same time. Yeah, let's go. Uh, that 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 has the same code to use that add-on we're using, right? I mean, yeah, I can. I'm use. I can use the same plugin that we've been using, and then yeah, just put in the code that's part of the YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That, that works. Um. So yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be playing more video games. We're not video be, games are sick. We're not gonna be re, yeah. we're not gonna be going to 2021 levels. Let me tell you, but <laughs> oh, well, yeah, uh, 2020 and 2021 were different because you know pandi- pandemic, pandemic, not leaving mm-hmm. the house. Yep. Uh, like, and then the middle of 2020, I became single, so you know I had shit. a lot more, I had a lot more free time. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know we we got we got plans. You know we're we're gonna be doing fun stuff. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I think that you got a lot to look forward to. Huh, I guess. Well, see you uh, next week. See and, you Tuesday. Uh, see you. Yeah. Well, for the podcast viewers, see you next week. Yes. For people who are our dedicated followers who follow us everywhere, uh, you know, we got. We'll see you on. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Yep. All right. Have a good time, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, see y'all. You. Love you.